0: If you could wind back time and go back to your 21-year-old self, what piece of advice would you give? I would say, "Welcome back to
1: wildly empowered women." Today I have a dear friend of mine on the podcast,
0: Rosie Lockhart. I will often say to people, "I look at Jess and I get tired." <laughs> <laughs> You're like a pioneer of this new era. Of business for women. I always started this podcast with the intention of over all of the other things that you could have chosen as an educated, very savvy, very smart woman. Why this? That's more on life. Welcome back to Wildly Empowered Women. Today
1: I have a dear friend of mine on the podcast, Rosie Lockhart, who we're going to be having a bit of a life discussion today. Um, we do business together. We do life together. We have a lot of fun and we create a lot of magic together in business as well. And Rosie said to me last week, um, do you want me to come on your podcast and interview you about life updates and what's happening? And I was like, you know what? I would so appreciate that <laughs> because it's so much more entertaining and beautiful to for you beautiful femmes who are listening to this to feel like you're part of the discussion and part of the conversation um, and, you know, to actually get to know both of us a little bit better because Rosie's been on the the podcast once and I'm sure we'll, we'll now be a regular on on the podcast as well. And she's a good, close friend of mine. So I was like, "Yep, yeah, let's do it. Let's jump on and just chat through what's been happening the last couple of months and and really give a lot of value around um, some lessons learned in that time as well. So thank you so much, my love.
0: My pleasure. It's an absolute honor to be here with the Queen herself. Ms. (laughs) Jessica Zalom. And you know, I often say to people, I look at Jess and I get tired. (laughs) (laughs) Baron I'm tired. Because of this woman, like what you manage to achieve in a day absolutely astounds me. And for anybody who's who's new to new to the podcast, you know Jess is a thirty-something-year-old woman. She lives in Sydney, Australia. She has two little boys, a husband, and soon to be a new little baby girl. Very, very soon, probably by the time this airs, she's going to be Earthside. And Jess um, does, and she's also got a multi-six-figure online business. She's building a house. She's, you know, looking after her dear mum. She's just got so much going on, yet she manages to show up on the daily for her vision. And it is so inspiring because, you know, we speak to a lot of women who often use all of their, their busyness as a way to not show up in their business. And you actually, you, you take that and you use that as your fuel. And it's so inspiring to watch. So I really wanted to just get you on your podcast so that people can get to know you a little bit better and also just share your gold and your genius that you share with the women that you do work with on the daily. Um, Sprinkle that around a little bit so that other people can, particularly women, but also men, There's there's some gold and some juiciness in here for you spicy, spicy men. might be listening let us know (laughs) um to to just experience your magic so i'm super excited to be here thank you i'd love to kick things off this today you know you've mentioned that there's been a bit of a hiatus in the podcast been a bit happening in your life um which i feel like has been really bookmarked by a huge milestone that you've just achieved in your business now, that milestone is 6A3-2, um, which to the common person might not mean much. So I would love for you to share a little bit about what's been happening and also what's been happening in your business and what that actually means for you and your family. Mm. Yeah, thank you. So the hiatus was very, very intentional.
1: Um I always started this podcast with the intention of bringing really empowering conversations and discussions around topics that I felt a, a you know a woman that wants to be wildly empowered or who would describe herself as wildly empowered would want to be a part of and would want to hear. And about eight, um, I think I'm about eighteen months down the track now, which is really cool, or, or somewhere between twelve and eighteen months. And I think March was the 12-month mark actually, which is when I sort of went on hiatus and I decided to relaunch much more powerfully with a team behind me. I've always had an editor and someone that cut, you know, reels like social reels from the podcast, but I wanted a whole team behind me so that I could focus more on just creating those discussions and those conversations and doing less of the... You know, the admin and the show notes and all of the other things that come across, um, that come along with creating a podcast. And it's always been my goal to, you know, have a really successful podcast. It's never been a goal of mine to necessarily monetize it. In fact, it's like it's a costly thing, right? It's not something that you, you start in order to make money. You've got to really start it for the passion and the impact that you want to create. Um, so I decided to relaunch with an incredible agency that is doing all of this for me. It feels so good to just kick back and be like, I am just doing the conversations and the thing and like staying in my genius zone, right? Like that is such a pleasure to just be in my genius zone and not having to do all of that. So they are taking care of all of that. So that's why I had a bit of a hiatus to take this really next level, which has always been my intention, um, and then yeah you're right like in that time coincidentally like it was sort of you know wasn't planned but I went 6a3-2 in my business which just simply means it was like I basically within the space of 2 months had 3 really big milestones hit in my business 3 really big rank advancements in my business and they were a result of a lot of work in the past you know, years prior to that, and they just all happened to hit at once. And my last episode of the podcast before doing the relaunch was all about how you see an overnight success and you think like, oh, wow, you know, like they've done well, or you compare themselves to them potentially, and you don't realize that you might be comparing yourself on day 20 or day zero to someone on day like 2,000 right? And so I was very intentional doing that podcast because we've had so much success, not just myself, but the other women within the Wildly Empowered Collective. Like we've all had so much success, including yourself, Rosie, like I always give you as an example. And no one, well, not no one, this is the whole reason of the discussion, right? Like a lot of people now know that that isn't an overnight success. It comes from a lot of work and a lot of like staying the course even when you feel like giving up and a lot of grit and determination and commitment and you know tough times in a journey so I did that episode intentionally so that people had some context around all of the amazing results that they were seeing on Instagram and like all the money being made and the success and the impact and all of that like none of it has come overnight so Where I have gotten to in my business, which I'm so grateful for, is that three of my business centers have all had big milestones hit. And I'm now one step away from having legacy income, which means it's five grand US monthly for life, which is like roughly seven and a half Australian monthly for life on top of what I'm earning currently. So on top of what I already earn in my business, that comes in at the next milestone that I hit, the next stage that I hit. So those numbers kind of mean nothing if you don't understand like the compensation plan of a magic, which is obviously the business that you and I have and, and what we, you know, mentor women to have. But to put it in like simple terms, it purely just means that like the hard work that I've put in is is paying off, you know, and, and in every business, there's it's like you start to grow and you slowly grow. And then there's a point where there's like exponential growth, right? And that's, that's the point that I feel I'm at is that exponential growth point that I'm in year four and I'm hitting that, right? In year four of having my business. So that's the point I want to make. Like I'm really proud of where I am, but I also want to give the context that it hasn't come here overnight and it hasn't come from just, you know, like fluffing about and being like, oh, well, I'll get there, like. There's been so much intention and work put in to get to this point and also to get to the point of Vic and I now have a plan for him to be able to leave his work at the end of the year. And he's one level lower than a chief financial officer, like than the CFO at his work. So to be able to have a plan in place for that is is pretty awesome, right? Like it's not like I'm just replacing a, you know, like a normal kind of income like that. It's quite a big, it's taken me years and years to get to the point of being like, you know what, we'll actually be at that level where you can take six, 12 months off if you want to go back to work, if you don't want to go back to work, you know, because there's a whole big discussion. There's a whole separate discussion on men in the masculine providing for a family and what happens when you take that away, which is a whole other discussion. We might get to that. We might not on this one. Um, but even just to get to the point of of like having a plan in place has been pretty awesome. So yeah, that, that's what it means, I guess, to get to where I've gotten in the business without having any prior knowledge to what the ranks and the terminology means.
0: You know, what? I feel like this might be a good opportunity to actually talk about the industry that we work in. I feel like there's like so much stigma around it and it comes from a place of, education or people using past experiences or past companies or stories of a family member who've had like a horror story. And, you know, it's something that, you know, from me stepping into this industry of affiliate marketing or high ticket network marketing, um, I really had to learn all about that stuff because I had, didn't come from there. Whereas you actually came from a low ticket background and have moved into the high ticket space and you know, what you have co-created in terms of a system and a strategy, not only for you to win, but for your team to win. Also partnering with a magic who has a very unique business model that is very different to a lot of traditional network marketing companies for so many reasons. And, you know, it is a true direct sales model. And I feel like, you know, in a way you're kind, you're like a pioneer of this new era of business for women, like of a business that actually is profitable, of a business that actually allows women to be in their feminine, to be with their family, to, um, and to actually replace their income. You know, you replaced yours within a year. It's pretty impressive, right? And what you're cre- creating now is like absolutely astounding. And that's only four years in. Some people might look at that and think that's a really long time. Me, with my traditional business, brain and hat. I actually think that's relatively short, <laughs> um, considering you haven't had to, you know, do huge, huge ongoing investment in order to create that. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, if you'd be willing to share, why you chose this over all of the other things that you could have chosen as an educated, very savvy, very smart woman. Why this? I love that this is where the discussion has gone. I did
1: do a podcast with Julie Cahoon on network marketing. So if you guys want to look back on that, it's it's that's more on like low ticket versus what we do and stuff. But the reason why I'm glad that this discussion has gone here to discuss it with you, Rosie, because you didn't come from network marketing and you had no idea what network marketing was. And I remember when you came in and you were asking me questions and stuff and then you were like, oh, is this network marketing? I'm like... Yeah, it's like it's direct sales. Like, what did you think it was? And I just didn't realize that, like, people don't know what the industry is, right? Or have this perceived idea that it's like a pyramid scheme or a scam or something like that, right? Which is such an old paradigm. Like, there are so many things that you're probably a part of that are affiliate linked, right? Like, which simply just means that someone is getting a kickback when a sale is made, right? Similar to traditional business as well, right? The The term of like pyramid scheme came from the 70s or 80s when there genuinely was pyramid schemes, right? Like the, people were getting scammed out of their money. They were putting money into a business opportunity, not getting it out, you know, like being promised the world and just not getting it, right? Whereas network marketing is referral-based business. It means that there's a product being exchanged for money and you can earn a kickback not only on the sales that you make, but then also what your team makes. So it would be akin to a real estate agency, right? A real estate agency, the real estate agents get paid a commission when they sell a property and also the owner of the, the real estate agency would also make a profit as well. So To me, I looked at that and I was like, that makes so much sense. And I was introduced to network marketing when I was so young, like 21 or 22. And I remember looking at it and thinking, oh, my God, there are so many young people earning an income from anywhere, getting to travel the world, having like proper freedom, you know, like getting to do whatever the hell they want. And that's what appealed to me at first. I didn't have kids, didn't even have kids on the radar, had no, like they just were not, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, that's my life now is I'm so grateful that I got to replace my income so I can be there for my kids, but it wasn't my initial goal. My initial goal was like, I want an uncapped income. I'm willing to put in the work. I've got like a rock solid work ethic. I've worked three jobs since I was 14. Like I have no problem in putting in the work, but for me, it felt so much better to put in the work for something that I was going to be building and, and, you know, like earning the commissions from and reaping the rewards to then building someone else's business. You know, like I was in agency land in PR. I was always building someone else's business, always building someone else's brand. And I was like, I know I can do this, but I actually would prefer to do it for myself. And I would prefer to know that the long-term goal is that I'll be working less, not working more. Because I saw business owners, I saw the agency owners and like the, the people in high up levels from my clients, like in big companies, working more. The more successful they got, the more responsibility, the more hours, the less freedom. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted the opposite. The more success, the more time freedom. So I saw that with the industry. What I didn't love, um, you know, from seeing a lot of different ways of doing network marketing, and I feel like this is where it gets a bad rap and quite honestly, rightly so, is the way that some people do network marketing. So the actual tactics that are taught and implemented of like the cold messaging or the being pushy or the like talking to the bloody checkout chick or the waitress to see if she wants to join your business, like that to me, that just doesn't feel good and it doesn't appeal to me. And so that's what I was taught in my last network marketing company And I was always interested in social media. Like I always wanted to do it through online. I love social media. I'm so grateful for it. It's changed the game completely. And so when I found this business and it was all about attraction marketing and actually learning the skills of like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, like really running this as a proper business and learning skills that whether you do this business or not, you could literally go and sell anything online if you know how to sell a product online and if you have a strong personal brand you will always have an income because as long as you're staying true to what your values are you could sell anything that's in line with your values because it's something that is actually going to align with you so what's always aligned for me is helping women create an income and helping women have this level of freedom and build a personal brand and be authentically themselves and get to build their dream life you know like that's what it's always been about for me and I love the products that we sell and also I, I will do this until the day that I die regardless of what I sell that's how passionate I am about it like it actually like it's just always been my vision so yeah to me the industry like there definitely was some things that um and there still are some things that I don't love about it but it, to me, it's also about like the person doing it and them staying in integrity with doing it in a way that is actually authentic and genuine and feels good for them, not just what everyone else is doing.
0: Yeah. Which is absolutely what you do, mm. you know, and that's the beautiful culture that, that, you know, you've cultivated and we've co-created within the Wildly Empowered Collective, right? It's actual full heart-led service with a business vehicle that actually pays you. right it's like the perfect storm because you actually have the vehicle there to support people to actually create the freedom the choice and the lifestyle that they're actually desiring to create
1: yeah I would actually love for you to share on this as well because I had such a different perspective right like I came from actually coming from traditional network marketing that I experienced but you didn't like and you didn't even know about the industry or anything, like what were some of the things that came up for you and why are you such an advocate for it now, regardless of like, you know, with what has come up? Before we go on, I wanna ask you a super powerful question. What would it mean to you to make decisions based on your soul rather than your bank balance? Freedom to me means having true autonomy and choice in your life to live based off your values and soul's desires rather than what you can purely afford for you and your family or what your job requires of you. This is why I've been empowering women for the past almost five years to earn more with pleasure, earning your true worth without the insane hustle and with actually having choice in your life. It is so much more about how you earn rather than what you earn. If you'd like to learn more about how I mentor women to earn a time-leveraged income online, selling conscious health-based products and learning the skills of personal branding and attraction marketing, both very sexy skills to have, then click on the link in the show notes or DM me the word info on Instagram so we can have a proper chat. I love having one-on-one combos with you savvy queens and showing you how this kind of income and our community can help you truly live wildly empowered. Big
0: love. Back to the episode. Yeah, such a good question. So for those that don't know, I have a more traditional business background, um, managing people's businesses and also um, consulting. So, you know, pretty much a trading time for money kind of paradigm and selling products, high ticket products, you know, for a sales margin. And I think the thing you know, I'm in my late thirties. I've been an entrepreneur technically for 20 years. Like I literally have had an ABN since I was 14 and nine months. And I, I've tried a lot of things. And I think when I was presented with this, you know, it was quite multifaceted for me because at the time I was really actually hungering to find some purpose and to find who I was after doing a million and. 50 million things. You know, it was like I'd literally outsourced myself to so many uh, people, businesses, industries that I'd kind of lost myself within it. So, and at the time I wasn't really looking for the income. I was pretty hunky-dory financially. So the honest answer is I was really hungering for an avenue to discover who the hell I was and what I was here for. And then the business kind of came secondary. And um, I also really aligned with the physical product. So they were the kind of the two things that um, I was really happy to invest in initially. And then it was a couple of months later when we kind of hit the full throes of lockdowns and all of the things that I actually started to investigate the business model a little bit further. And what I uncovered for myself was... Like, I was just like, this is really smart business. It's smart business because it's going to keep growing with me. And I want to nip this in the bud, the whole pyramid thing and, you know, who's above you and all of that stuff. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're above me, <laughs> if you want to think about it that way. But any day of the week, I could out you right? And that's the problem that people have with it, right? It's like, yeah, but that's actually to do with the business model rather than the industry. So the business model that we partner with, you are directly rewarded for the sales in your business. The person that makes the sale is always paid first and then whatever is left over is distributed to um, the other distributors who are involved in marketing that sale. And for me as well, coming from a retail background, you know, I'm used to retail markups and margins, you know, that 54% margin that's distri- you know, paid out to distributors like that would normally be paid for um, rent, utilities, marketing, stationery, staff, you know, all of that stuff um, that just goes hand in hand with having a business. So for me, the model really made sense. And it was also a really conscious model in that it wasn't a consumeristic model because it actually, you know, the physical product that we sell reduces consumption of other products and chemicals and toxins um, using water ionization technology and then, the, you know, sets the features and benefits of the physical product for ourselves and our health and our environment. For me, that was a no-brainer. I was happy to invest in that and just have it, you know, And then the business side of it was like, oh, my goodness, like here's a a business model that is so sophisticated and so integrous and has been thought through. Like it took them two years to create the compensation plan. You know, 50-year-old Japanese company reinventing their business structure around 15 years ago with a 500-year plan. Like I couldn't even invent that if I tried. So I'm so happy to tap into something that's already there, you know, very masculine, very sophisticated so that I can just focus on what I'm really good at, which is sales, heart led sales conversations, which is working with women to actually find out who the hell they are, which is exactly what I was looking for when I said yes to this opportunity And, you know, now I have this huge team of women who are on the journey as well and to see them wildly empowered, fully expressed, embodied in who they are as themselves to find that inner freedom and actually embody the conviction and the authority that, hey, I get to be my business. I am enough. I don't have to go out and work for somebody else. I can show up on social media and share my voice, share my creativity, share my, my heart, and that is enough. That is the world that I'm here for. That's the paradigm that we're co-creating as a woman, as a creative. That's what lights my soul on fire because there are so many people walking around like grey zombies working for the man not getting ahead, and meanwhile life is just passing them by and they have no option. They don't think they have an option and we're here to go, you know what, there's an option. This is it. What do you think? You're going to jump on board and become wildly empowered like we are? And it's been a journey, you know, you've been there for the whole journey. But I said yes to this kind of several times for different reasons and for different aspects of it. And I've kept saying yes because I fell in love with the person that I became in the process. And what that's allowing me to create not only for myself, the freedom, the flexibility, the choice, but also what I'm helping other women to create as well, which traditional business never gave me. That is a huge part of it, actually,
1: as well, is like when I was in PR, one of my favorite things was doing performance reviews with my team to help them get promoted, right? But that was always obviously my goal was to help them get promoted. And A, I got nothing for it if they got promoted. And B, I couldn't empower them to actually take control of that as well because ultimately it was still a decision of budget and the boss. Whereas in this business, what I love so much is – we get to empower and mentor someone to be completely in control of whether they're getting promoted in their own business and earning more money. They're in control of it. We're there to guide them. But like I said to you and Steph the other day, another woman in the collective who's had incredible results, and I was voice noting these ladies and I said to them, like, I love how proactive and self-sufficient you are. Like The only time I feel like I mentor you in inverted commas is when you have a question and you come to me and ask it, right? And I'm more than happy to help, and I, I want to help, but I never feel like I'm needed necessarily. Like you, you both are just so proactive and take so much charge in your business because why wouldn't you? You're in charge of what you earn, like you know, you're actually in charge of giving yourself a promotion, like those milestones that I hit. I hit them because I'm in charge of my business and I worked on them and I strategically looked at my business and knew what I had to do and got there. There was no one that had to approve me getting there or say we did or didn't have budget for it. So the empowerment piece is so huge because you get to empower people to take ownership of their worth and what they're getting paid and where they are in their business. And the worst piece is huge because you will never out-earn what you feel you're worthy of earning. And so that piece is so massive on what I know you and I both are so passionate about and help women to really see is you get to upgrade your standards. And this is a huge thing coming from low ticket network marketing. Like I used to see all the time, like, oh, a couple of a couple of hundred dollars a week is so amazing. And you should be so grateful for that. And it's like, Yeah, you can be grateful and also upgrade your goddamn standards that you are worthy of earning more than that. Like you are worthy of earning more than that and being grateful for it and having a huge impact in the process of that because money is just a direct reflection of the impact that you're making in the world. If you look at any successful person earning a lot of money, they've made a lot of impact. They've created a lot of results and made a lot of impact. So why can't that and why shouldn't that be every woman stepping into their potential and into their genius zone? It's such a no-brainer to me and it lights me up so much compared to what I saw in the corporate world and what women have to do to actually get a promotion.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. And I guess I'm conscious to, like, it's that thing of, like, we're talking about what we do because we're so passionate about it, not to, like, diss everything else that's out there, right? (laughs) But, you know, it really does kind of cast a light on the world that we do live in and the patriarchal system that, you know, business is inherently masculine and that's the system why has been created by men, for men, and I love that how what we do actually allows women to be more attuned with their bodies and um, listen to their seasons, whether that be their um, menstruating cycle or their pregnancy cycle or their mothering cycle or a grieving cycle, you know, whatever this season that you're in to actually have the automation and the leverage of a vehicle that can actually support you through all of that like you can't get much more empowered embodied feminine wildly empowered business than that yeah when your business keeps on growing and supports you through all of your seasons because of the beautiful ecosystem that you know we've co-created and the systems and the strategies and all of that but you know it's really And that you know, again why I say it's like new paradigm and, and why I feel like you're a pioneer of this is because you've been so integral in creating that for our entire collective. Like it's been so inspiring to witness and to watch you and your full genius just going, This is what needs to happen. We're just gonna create it, watch us go, and everything's gonna go.
1: And
0: that's what's happening. So I'm so grateful for you and celebrating you and thankful for you for being the visionary that you are because you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have to say it
1: a lot of it came from a really good piece of advice that I heard last year, which was if you really went for it, like if, you re- if your business really blew up, like literally 10x, right, if your business right now 10x, what would be the first thing to break? What would break or what would stop you in that process? And it was such a powerful question that I sat with it, not only for me, but for the whole team, like for all of the Wildly Empowered Collective. And, and, and I discussed it with a few people and I got feedback and, and we really like went deep on this question of, well, we all want a 10X our business and everyone like, you know, kind of throws that terminology around and you see it a lot in marketing of like 10X your income or 10X your business or whatever, but it's like, unless you have the systems and the process and the masculine support behind you, you might 10X your business, but it'll be so short-lived, you won't be able to maintain that. And then there's the feminine, which is like much of the work that you do and we we support the team on of like, are you actually stepping into the identity to hold the capacity of that much money, success, like wealth, um, vision you know like there's a lot that comes along with 10x in your business and and your income so those two parts like the masculine of like okay how can like if that actually did happen if that's your goal to 10x your business what do you need in terms of like system strategy support all of that and then who you need to become like who do you actually need to become and your identity and your mindset and your worth and who you see in the mirror to actually hold the capacity of that level of success, and the two, and you know, the the retreat that you, myself, Steph, and Tiff hosted for the Wildly Empowered Collective, which was um, many people might have seen, we posted about it a lot um, in on Instagram in March, in yeah, March April. That whole retreat was for our leaders to really embody their next level of leadership and the, like, really embody the highest level of leadership identity like really really embody it and actually see themselves as that because in my time of mentoring women in this space like it's often actually not the masculine strategy stuff because we've got that covered we've we're a few steps ahead of them right so we kind of know what they need already it's actually the identity and their mindset or their self-doubt or the fact that they think they that they're not good enough or they're not enough to hold the capacity of success and results that they say they want, which is a huge one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what would you say for you personally, what have been the key practices or things that you've shifted in order to step into that identity or yourself well and truly before you have the business results to back that? Great question. I talk about this
1: so much with my team which is you have to be that person first then do everything from that space to have the results that you want. So what I mean by that is with the rank that I've just gotten to which is like a pretty good rank in the business I have I have always like embodied that right. So I, I was being that and doing things from that place. So every time I was leading a team call or mentoring someone or speaking to someone who's asked for information in my inbox or doing anything really doing content um you know like doing my podcast like what would someone who is at the level of having a 6a3-2 business how would they show up right what would they do and then that's what's led to having the results because you've got to come from that place first and really like step into that identity first before the results will come. People think it's the opposite, like, oh, when you get there, then you'll like, you know, have the results and you'll be that person. Like, no, you have to do that first. And that's what I've done the whole way along the business. And every single time people have said to me, Oh, I thought you were already there. And like, yeah, because in my mind I was like a rank means nothing. Like no one listening to these podcasts is even going to understand what I'm talking about, right? It's just jargon. But it's just an indication of the level that I'm at and where I'm at in my business. And for me, like that level and that identity, just having that that sort of title, I guess, or that jargon to put next to it just gives me a, a roadmap of who I need to show up as. And so that's one thing. Secondly is I don't believe anyone is self-made. No one's a self-made millionaire they get there from all the influences and all the support that they've ever got. And so I always share that, like, I've always worked with a coach. I have an energy healer. I've worked, I've done the spiral um, with a beautiful spiral practitioner. I've worked with mindset coaches, um, kinesiologists, um, uh, uh, manifestation coaches. Like I've done so much work, like social media coaches. Like I have invested so much money into my own personal growth I will never stop doing that because not because I feel like I'm broken and you know no one is. You can get addicted to personal development too and think that there's always a problem to find, which I think is not the healthiest thing. And also at the same time, there's always room for growth. You know, there's always room to push yourself and to challenge yourself and to get to the next level. So I've never tried to get there myself. Like I've always accepted or asked for help. Um, and that is a really big part of my journey. Like in my first year, every dollar that I earned, I invested back into coaches. I had four different coaches in my first 12 months of this business because I was self-aware enough to know that my energy was shit <laughs> and I was in attraction marketing and I was like, I don't want to attract people like, no, you're right now. Because if I did, I would be attracting people with a negative victim, like poor me, like Mindset, you know, and I knew that I had to do some work to get o- over that. So, yeah, they're probably the two main things.
0: I love that you've you've spoken into this because I think so often people they refuse to just keep investing in themselves, or they just see the cost of something rather than the potential ROI. And when we talk about ROI, I'm not even just talking about the monetary ROI. It's like what what is where's my potential for growth here? Or where's the potential for other areas of my life to also expand and evolve by saying yes to this opportunity, by saying yes to this business, or yes to work with this mentor, yes to work with this coach. Like what is what is the best thing that can happen? And what's the worst thing that can happen? Right. And when we ask ourselves that question, I think often we're surprised with the answer and our decision is is different to what it would have otherwise been because we're so programmed and conditioned to think, oh, no, I can't just keep um, investing and I can't keep thinking forward. And, and really, you know, that's that entrepreneurial journey as well of like, yes, we're all on a, on a growth journey, but also knowing what your limits are and, and when you kind of need to kind of hold back and actually integrate and begin to embody everything. But the fact that you had that willingness, particularly in that first year when you, you know, were back at work, you had a young son, so much going on. You were still willing to sort of see your, what do we want to call them, like little kind of black spots <laughs> that you need to work on. And you were willing to invest in them in order to move through them, to make them clear, move through them faster to create the results that you have in all areas of your life. It's such an important one because the, you know, if you look at Richard
1: Branson, how many businesses has he had that have failed? And yet he's had so many that have succeeded because he has the mentality of a company can fold, but I'm still me and I can still create success. So the best thing that you can ever invest into is yourself. Because it just means that you are literally never going to not have success. If you've created the mindset and the personality and the grit and the determination and the resilience to have success once, then you can do that in any industry, in any business, regardless of what happens, regardless of what happens with the economy or like, you know, obviously we've had a pretty testing couple of years. Everyone has like, regardless of those external things, if you've worked on yourself, you'll always be able to have success in whatever it is that you want to do.
0: So good. Mm. And on that, I would love to wind up our conversation with your juicy, juicy question that you ask all of your guests. If you could wind back time and go back to your 21-year-old self, what piece of advice would you give? Mm. Before we wrap up this episode,
1: I want to ask you a question. Do you remember how you discovered this podcast? Was it a friend's suggestion or an Instagram story, maybe a post? Somehow you found it and I'm hoping you're getting a lot of value from it. I need your help now to pay it forward so that other women can feel seen, heard, nourished and more than anything empowered from these conversations too. Big love, back to the episode. I would say to her, go out and get them. Don't worry about what other people think. You are powerful and you need to just stay the course and stay in your own lane because other people's opinions are not going to pay your bills.
0: <laughs> Jay-Z, Jessica Zalems, founder of the Wildly Empowered Collective and the Wildly Empowered Women podcast, thank you so much for your time and genius I'm the potty today. It has been my honour to sit. In a throne across from you, and I cannot <laughs> wait <laughs> to see what comes next for version, let's say, 5.0 of
1: Jay Z. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Really beautiful conversation. I so appreciate it. Thank you, love. <laughs> My pleasure. And if you loved this episode from anything that Rosie and I have shared, please go and screenshot it, share it to your stories on Instagram, tag us both because our Instagrams will be in the show notes Um, or reach out to us because we love having a chat with you as well. So feel free to reach out if there was something that you wanted to elaborate on. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, big, big love.